Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup! And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host, Spencer Spillman. What is up, everybody? That's right. We're back. And welcome and thank you for listening to another episode of the Sports Buzz. I, uh, I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. Took a little week off. Uh, you know, it's good to be back. You look rested. You look, you look good. Uh, feel, feel okay. Feel pretty good. A long day of work. But we're here. We got stuff to talk about. Um, with my co-host Zach Chandonet. What's up, man? What's up, guys? Good to be back. And our producer, as always, Zach Ballard. How you doing, man? Howdy, fellas. Okay. Not bad. Hey, good to see you too. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you are listening. Um, let us know. We're on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, if you do listen to us, please tell your friends, family. Let everybody know about us. Tell us what you think. Um, as always, we're sponsored by the beautiful, the delicious Strangeland Brewery. Beer for any occasion. Any occasion. We got a couple different beers tonight. Um, thank you so much to Strangeland for providing us some beer this week. Um Man, we had a good time this weekend out at the uh, two-year anniversary party. And for those of you that did not get tickets, you missed out. We had a good group of people out there, a bunch of friends. The place was sold out. Um, shoot, when I got there, it was packed. And uh, I think I waited 15 minutes just to check in and get my first free beer. Um, but we had, what, eight, eight of us out there? We had a good little crowd. We had a good crowd, and we did some good interviews. Uh, talked to Adam and Tim. Tim did a little interview for us. Uh, so... Coming in the near future, the undetermined future, whenever... Undetermined is more accurate. Whenever Ballad uh, gets around to it. He's a busy man. TBD. Yeah. Um, no, it was a good time. The The barbecue was really good. Uh, I didn't have any of the cake. Cake was good, though. Had both types of cake. I mean, there was I didn't, two didn't have a slice of each on my own, okay. but they, okay. they did have two cakes. Uh, cake was good. It's a little frozen. Beer cake. Beer cake. Good. Yeah, it was um, Everything there was good. Barbecue so was can, good. Barbecue um, was great. Beer was fantastic. Um, did either one of you guys try the nitro? Yes. You had the nitro. The okay. coffee porter. Yeah, the new Ooh. one. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of beers to try and a lot of people to uh, to hang out with. So it was a good time. You know, we all kind of felt like a part of the Strangeland family out there. Um, and they all felt like it too. You know. I yeah. Mean, everyone out there really was welcoming and you know made few yeah. friends out there, which we was did. nice. Did you guys try the beer poking? Y'all talked about it. I talked about it, man, and I yep. didn't. I did not try it. I'm sorry. I got, I got there later it. than you guys. Y'all knocked it out. You knocked it out, but... I got chatted on it. Chad was a big fan of that. I got it on top of that, too. That one was good. I can't wait for that to happen again. There's one happening tomorrow night. I saw it on Facebook. Um, 
at the Porter Ale House. I don't know if you know this. Nice. I, um, I saw it on Facebook today. If you're uh, not sure where the Porter Ale House is, uh, I believe it's somewhere up north Austin. Is that where you went last time? Is there a different place? Uh, no, we went to Half Glass Full up oh, north. Okay. Um, we'll post all the details. Yeah, yeah. I did on, see something. There, there's going to be some poking tomorrow night. Um, somewhere yeah. in the Austin area at a place called Porter Ale House. You want to let us know where that's at? It's on 1st Street. Okay, so nice. downtown. Right on. Close to North Austin. Yeah, yeah, almost. Relative. I know Adam likes that because he's down south right now. He told me about that last Yeah. Time. Adam was a little uh, three sheets to the wind when I got there at uh, 5.30. He was having fun. He was having a good time. and he's being uh, festive. He was. He was enjoying it, celebrating the uh, two-year anniversary. So thank you to Strange Lane for having us out there. We had a great time. I know uh, everybody else that was out there had a good time. Um, like I said, if you missed out, too bad. You're going to have to go to one of their other events coming up tomorrow night, possibly. Um yeah, give them a follow on Twitter. They're at Strangeland Brew. Uh, they are on Facebook as well. You can find them on there. Uh, we are on Twitter. We're at SportsBuzzTX. Uh, I have a Twitter. I don't use it, so I guess nobody really missed me too much because I didn't have anybody complaining on my Twitter. Um, I'm Spencer underscore Spillman with one L. Uh, Zach, you are at FrenchBean89. I guess that just means we did a good job last week. You all did a good job, for sure. I, I got to say. Um, and then uh, our producer, Ballad, is at Z Ballad. Exactly. Uh, it is Tuesday, February 21st, coming to you live, kind of, from uh, Austin, Texas, as always. Well, what we're saying is live. What you're hearing is... Yeah, we're talking live. Definitely not. I mean, it's coming It's coming from us. It's not like we're a robot. Right? We, we didn't mail it in. I'm not going to edit it, so that makes it very live. That makes it pretty live. <laughs> um... <laughs> Val, thanks for hosting us in your house. It's a pleasure to host the podcast, yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, like Glad I to said, have you back. Yeah. You're worried about you. Yeah. Um, we thought something may have happened, but no, it's good to know you're safe. No, I was safe. flying around, man. I heard that. I heard a lot of rumors. Uh, no, no, I did. Uh, I had some prior engagements. It was Valentine's Day. Had stuff to do. I missed it. I missed the show, guys. I'm not going to lie. I missed you guys. I missed all the, uh, the crappy talk, but I did listen to it. It sounded really good. You guys held the fort together. Try to keep it as normal as possible. Yeah. Well, <laughs> normal by our standards is way out of left field. So, um, It's a strange city. Yeah. If you are listening, you're listening to us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Um, please subscribe. Give us a follow. Give us some, uh, some five-star reviews. Tell your friends about us. Share it on Facebook. And uh, hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, like I said, at SportsBuzzTX. And then on Facebook, SportsBuzz. Um, this is our college portion of the show. Let's get this shit started. Sounds good to me. So, we did talk a little bit about the two-year anniversary for Strangeland, and that was a great time. Um, you guys had a fun time? Y'all enjoyed it? Had a real good time. I had a blasty blast. It was a cavalcade of fun. Cavalcade. Treasure chest of fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, we did get some really good interviews. The ballad you talked to, um, uh, what was her name, Paige? I talked to a bunch of people. And Paige, Ballas is working hard. He was sauced. Um, but he did get a, a nice interview with a girl who works for, I think it's called Culture Map. She does the top five things to do in Austin and San Antonio. Um, and I had seen that article. She she plugged Strangeland's to your anniversary party. So we're going to have her come on soon in the near future. Uh, I think you got her information. I hope you did. I got her information. Um, right. Sounds fun. Yeah, and then uh, I talked to, to Jed and DJ Focus, whose name happens to be Trevor. So Jed and Trevor have a show called The Good Stuff. 
where they talk, you know, craft beer. That was the finer things. Uh, I thought it was the finer things. That's what Trevor told me. Uh-huh. But Jed wrote the good stuff on a co- on a coaster, so I don't, I don't know who to, I don't trust. Know what to trust there. That's going to be a toss-up, but either one will work. But I did talk to both of them. We're going to have them uh, at least call in, or, or we're going to figure something out with, with those guys and do kind of a crossover. They talk craft beer, scotch, good cigars. So we'll get them to come on and talk some some finer things in life. And uh, maybe mm-hmm. maybe we'll hear uh, Sports Buzz on, on the, the good stuff or the finer things. We haven't figured out. Whichever it may be. Whichever it is. Um, a podcast. Yes. <laughs> it <yes>. exists. <laughs> so let's get, into our, it let's get into our college sports stuff here. We got uh, Texas Longhorns. They played twice since the last episode came out, and they lost both of those. Um, Valid. You guys will check out one of those games on Saturday, right? Yeah, uh, Haley's Faja surprised us with uh, tickets to the Kansas oh, State father, game. Father, father, father. Faja, can you? <laughs> um, so yeah, that was a great game. Obviously, the Longhorns couldn't finish it out, but they were Story in it the whole life. time, and it was it was a great game. The atmosphere was it was not good. It was a one o'clock game. It yeah. didn't feel like a home court for Texas. The refs were atrocious I, the game i went to with chad our college basketball analyst and we were talking about in the game i want to i need that that ref's twitter handle first i need to know his name <laughs> and then i need his twitter handle and i got some complaining to do with that guy well and you may you may not want to complain too much you may want to just use him as your uh as your new inside man for some of your bets okay find him. out which games he's He's got. Which games you fix him? Yeah, exactly. Allegedly. That, that could help. I mean, honestly. Uh, I heard a lot about that. And um, yeah, Texas, as always, uh, brings it close in Kept the end. close. And can't finish. I mean, they just they couldn't finish. And that's a completely different story from the game last night against West Virginia because they never got started. They never stepped off the bus. It was ugly. Um, they lose by 15 to a West Virginia team that was in Morgantown, but there was one, one thing that um, that stood out to me, and that was this dunk right here. So let's hit that. Is there no sound? Okay, there's no sound. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I mean, this is the first time I've seen this. By Jared way. Allen literally put this kid on a poster, and he made him look like the the freshman. I'm not sure how old he is, the guy who he dunked on, but. Jared Allen's 18, 19 years old at the most, uh, freshman here at the University of Texas. And the way things are going, he's probably also a freshman. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and he just smashes it over this guy. He tried to block oh, it. Man. He gave a good effort. Dude, he goes up and like it looks like I mean, they're even. Their hands are yes. even. It looks like Jared Allen just like reaches back a little bit yeah. to take it away from him and then just, just throws it readjusted a little bit and Jared did not push off at all. I mean there's no offensive foul. He just there's not it really over. contact either way. No. It's a great defensive yeah. play and an even Ooh. better dunk. It's awesome. And the best part about it is Jared is the quietest, most humble human being I think I've ever seen play basketball for the University of Texas. His afro is delightful. Oh yeah. They're calling him the reincarnation of Doctor the young Doctor J. Um they're calling him Doctor J now, Doctor Jarrett. And uh he just walked down the court quiet, kind of pointed at the guy who threw the pass to him. Didn't say a word. Didn't stare anybody down. As you shouldn't get I mean, blown out like that. Yeah, that's true. Act like you've been there. Um, and they're on the road, so yeah, probably good for him. Yeah, probably. Probably. Especially in Morgantown. Oh, have you seen this guy right here? These two reactions in the stands. Oh, oh. Ooh, oh. oh. <laughs> Ouch. 
It's got to hurt. This um, is great radio for those listening to our show. Yeah. I'm going to tweet the link out right now. So yeah, if please, you please. haven't seen this yet, uh, go look at it and, and tell us what you think. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a nice slam. And that's about all there was that was nice in that game for Texas. Uh, <laughs> and I, I think that's kind of where we're at. We talked about this last week. You know, the, the best thing that I see out of Texas basketball is being able to watch some of these players grow and develop. And, well, and, and that's really all and you one, can enjoy. one big news story that came out of this game, not necessarily the game itself, but after the game, um, Shaka Smart did not travel home with the team. He, uh, he stayed up in the area and he went to go visit, um, a recruit who I believe they said is six, eight, 220 pounds. Um, that's a big boy. He's supposed to be like, that's LeBron James size. Yeah. They're, they're comparing him to that and his athletic ability. Um, let me see if I can find a news story on this just to give you a name on it. But oh. Texas's recruiting class right now is already so good. They're saying if they can land this kid, that it is a number one class to have. F- they're looking at five guys if they get this kid to sign. Five guys that could legitimately come in and start immediately for the the men's basketball team and if you get lucky enough to have Jared Allen back and you get lucky enough to to keep um uh what is it Andrew Jones and uh Davis which I assume they will stick around um Texas has a lot of upside and I I think there's only room to grow from here so um well, I think that's the thing. You know, we, we've talked about this a lot, college basketball. You're looking year to year. You've seen what you can bring in. And, I mean, top talent leaves for the NBA quicker than you can get settled in your dorm room. But yeah, if we can get a top class, you know, we're going to be in conversations about March Madness and Final Four. And, I mean, year to year, I guess, being a team like Texas is right now, I guess that's kind of the hope and what we want is – just to be really good really quickly and then see if we can kind of keep some consistency. I yeah. mean, we have yet to see any of that happen, yeah. but I think if, if we're going to do it, Shop Smart is clearly the guy who's willing to do whatever it takes for the team. And if that means taking a tough loss on the road and then having to go immediately recruit just to get what you need, yeah. that's what it takes, man. And, and the fact that he's doing that and put it in the work there, I'm, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of a shame he can't go back with the team, but this year's, pretty much a dead loss anyway so sure. why not go ahead and take care of business for us i mean i i think that's a great move by yeah by Shaka. I, do too. I do too you got to get ready um they, i mean they definitely didn't expect this to happen uh this year they didn't expect to be this bad but without a point guard um they, they've shored that up getting the kid who chose texas over duke matt coleman mm-hmm. uh yes um and the rest of the class so far is really really good and if they land this other kid it's Five guys that come in and, and can start. So, um, and I think that makes Jared Allen stay. Honestly, I, well, th- I don't think Jared Allen wants to have like this fluke year on a bad team. I think he wants to show like he had a good year on a bad team. And the and one can thing, be great on a good team. The one thing that I'm hearing from everybody is that he does enjoy being in college. Mm-hmm. He likes playing basketball and going to school and learning and, and being the college kid. Um, I don't think he's necessarily ready to join the NBA and start playing with grown men for his job to, as a basketball player. Um, so I, I do think Jared Allen at this point, I will say it, you heard it here first, Jared Allen will come back next year and Texas will make a run in the Final Four. Ooh, hot um, take. Yep, hot take. 
I mean, I'm right there with you. I mean, it's a yeah. good, it's really good class, and I think Jaron Allen sticks around. He makes that class better. He provides some. It's not upperclassmen, but it's Stability. veteran. It's veteran leadership, and I think, I think he won't be the quiet guy that he was this year. I think he'll be the big man on campus. He'll next he'll year. kind of. I think he's like a Kawhi. He'll start he'll, coming out of his shell. He'll, he'll be grow. the quiet leader. He doesn't have to get in somebody's face. I mean, to he get can his be like across. LaMarcus was. Yeah, quiet but strong with the presence. Yeah. Um, so I was not here last week, as you may have heard. Um, you guys had some picks. How'd y'all do? We did better than we have been doing in the past. Well, Zach couldn't have done very good, because last time I was here, he had like three three correct picks. It's nowhere up, uh, nowhere but yeah. to go but up for mm-hmm. Mr. Shannon A. It's set true. the consistency bar. So, oh, excuse me. Whoa. Okay, that's a good, that's a good beer right there. When you set the consistency bar <laughs> so low, it's always, it's always a better week. Uh, Zach, you went 11 of 14 this week, tied, oh, tied oh. with our college basketball analyst, uh, for Chad. Again, thank you for coming on last week with us. Bingo. Um, I went eight for 14, so still above 500, yeah. but, and we got one more game that we're still seeing how it's going to play out South Carolina and Florida. Yeah, Chad and I picked differently on this one, so this settles it. Uh-oh. And a few games that I did, um, just stand out to me, um, when we picked games, uh, we all missed Wisconsin at Michigan, but I feel like that was an emotional pick. We were trying to pull for the Sass Sisters there. Sass Sisters I heard, I heard that. I heard that. That's very clear what happened there. Yeah, so the Sass Sisters let us down. Um, Zach, you were the only one who picked Seton Hall over Creighton, as well as Woo! Creighton over Georgetown. So, you know, pretty good on the on the Creighton games there. You went against Creighton, then you picked them right after that? I- and then my Blue Jays. Okay. Were they, were they Blue Jays? Yeah, that's correct. Right? Yeah, that's correct. Nice. I'm sorry, I got that wrong. I was the only person who picked Seton Hall. <laughs> you did, Pete. You were the only person who picked Creighton over Georgetown. You also were the only person who picked Butler over St. John's. Uh, Chad, the only person who picked Duke on the road at Virginia. So, uh, again, these picks should not be taken too seriously. That Duke-Virginia game, just to touch on it briefly, was a really, really good game. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it got away from Virginia there towards the end, but their defense, I don't know if you've watched Virginia a whole lot, but their man defense switches and rotates so well. It's it's beautiful to watch. I can't wait till we get to March Madness, man. This is going to be close. some exciting stuff. It's gonna be awesome. know this, where is, you... this is far more homework than I've ever done for March Madness. You know Madness we're a week ever. away from March 1st, right? I don't know if you know how many days are in February. You're just here to be the talent of the show, but there are 28 days in February this year. I know that calendar goes around, and I know what about it's got last reminders. Year? Uh, I think there was, what, 29? Last year? Yeah, last year was a leap year, right? I'm not a scientist. Last year was a leap year. <laughs> not as a scientist. Um, it's all made up anyway. Yeah. You well, wanna, you're the expert. Daylight savings is a hoax. You got anything else to talk about picks? <laughs> you want to get into uh, our next segment? No, let's get into it. Let's do it. You Segments. good with that? Are we good with that? Absolutely. So our first, you good with that? Uh, Spencer, we missed you last week. Yeah, I, I missed being here. I, I got kind of sad listening to the show, and uh, I, I did. You. I did put myself in timeout. I will let you know. I put myself in timeout. <laughs> I was sitting at work listening. I was like, oh man. Well, since you were gone last week, why don't you introduce uh, our first? You good with that for us? Yeah. So uh, first, you good with that, Zach? Tell me, Kentucky's John Calipari who gets every single big-time freshman recruit every single year, and then they all just go to the pros, Will uh, has just been announced to be the head coach for the U.S. men's basketball team for the FIBA Under-19 World Championship. That is FIBA. You good with that? 
I'm absolutely good with this, man. I mean, you want you want the best of the young to get the best coaching possible. John Calipari's got the time. John Calipari's got the time. He knows he's going to put some recruiting in. I'm sure there's rules, but I mean, you know, what are you going to do in a bathroom conversation? You know, sometimes it happens, but I'm absolutely good with this. What I mean, are you going to do with two guys who are taking a shower naked together? I don't know. <laughs> it's not a Penn State situation, so we can get away from that. But, you know, I'm going to be good with this just because it's USA. USA wants to be the best. They went out and got the best. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm uh, good with this. So, I'm yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I'm good with it because Shaka was the coach last year. And that helped him get guys like Jared Allen. Um, the only reason I'm not good with it is because it's John Calipari. Like, he's going to get the best freshman anyways. Like, this is just adding fuel to his fire. He's going to steal everybody. They're going to have, like, 15 freshmen on that team. They're all going to go pro. I'm not good with it. It's unfair. Let somebody else take the, take the reins. Let the little guy in there. Um, yeah, so moving into our next you good with that, we have the Pac-12 Circle of Suck. Uh, this comes to us from Reddit's College Basketball Forum, which, if you guys haven't looked at that yet, it is a hoot. Uh, but apparently, everyone in the Pac-12 has a loss, and someone put together this beautiful graphic, which again, great radio, we'll tweet it out, um, that shows the Pac-12 Circle of Suck. Um, I think the Pac-12 is pretty good this year, but Spencer, tell me. You good with this? Isn't, isn't this what Bill Walton's always talking about? Probably. Conference of Champions. I'm sure. I'm sure he is. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm good with this picture. They all lost to one another. So, yeah, I mean, I'm good with it. They're they're not a great conference. There's three really good teams in that conference. That's Arizona, Oregon, UCLA. And then after that, you don't have anything else. So, I mean, at least they put those three kind of near the top. I think it's funny that Arizona sits behind UCLA in this category just because Arizona beat the shit out of UCLA on their home court. Uh, I mean, but this, they, is, this is what it is. Like, it, it came together, it played, it, it it worked out for the artistry of the graphic, but I mean... It's clever. I'm not good with this just because I'm not... I'm not intrigued by it. I'm not interested. I'm not blown away by it. Not... Yeah, I just don't care. I'm good with the picture. I think it's funny because all these, I mean, it has which team lost to who, what, whatnot. I mean, but... suck, though. I mean, that's on. funny. Let's grow up, people. We give it our name. Let's be, let's be positive. <laughs> uh, moving on. So our next you good with that, uh, I think this is during the North Carolina-Virginia game. It's a rule in college basketball that coaches can't call timeouts. So only when the ball's in play. Only when the ball's in play. Um, so this a ref heard uh, the coach of Virginia yelling that he wanted to call a timeout. So the ref told the player to call a timeout. Uh, throw it to you, Shannon. Zach, are you good with this? Um, <clears throat> I'm not good with this because we talked about this a lot last week, and <sighs> that's unbelievable. Literally says call timeout. Yeah, he tells him to go tell him. <clears throat> I, I'm not good with this because. You know, just being the heckler that I am and loving a disturbance, if it's loud enough to where you can't yell at your player, the fans are doing their job. Sure. And they're doing a good damn job at that. I think this is just a misuse of a referee. I think he should not have gone up to the player. And, I mean, he very clearly nonchalantly tells him to tell him. And then he goes and gets his attention. Well, you can see the coach was yelling at the player. 
and then the ref was just standing right in front of the coach and yeah so he, i'm just i'm just not good with this this is if the fans do their job the fans get to win i, I mean, mean they don't have any other say in this game i am good with this because you know as a as a basketball player did you play a lot of hoops growing up no not really i played <laughs> middle school basketball but even then you still if you're the if you're the point guard on the court or if you're the main main player on the court at the time the captain of the team you know you see it all the time especially in college in high school players will go up to the to the officials before the game introduce themselves and kind of create a rapport so the refs will give him a call here or there i'm sure that's what he did and just talked to the ref before the game and said hey man like uh if there's anything you know that you can help me out with let, let me know what i can do and he got a favorable help from the ref. That's all. I mean, if anything to me, sports is about the fans. It's about bringing entertainment to somebody. I get that. And I get that. Ruin it for the fans. You ruin it for everybody. I threw the toothpick down. I'm not good with this. The mic did not pick that up. Um, but I can only hope. You know, you see LeBron James before every game. That's he knows all man. the refs. No, 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 no. It's not it's different. Very different. It's not different. These college courts are so much different. They're so much more personal. Well, They're very inclusive. But the players still do the same thing. They still are going to introduce themselves to the to the officials before the game. Yeah, but these are unpaid players. I mean, so let's move on. <clears throat> Colleges are not unpaid. Yeah, we found that out. This uh, <laughs> this in this next you good with that. Uh, there's been a report out that universities <laughs> are using private planes. <laughs> To fly coaches around for uh, uh, recruiting purposes, sometimes spending millions of dollars a year. Uh, Spencer, tell me. Um, You good with this? Who are these colleges? First first off, I just want to say that was an accidental tease lead up into that uh, segment. I did not mean to do that. Um, State school. Ohio State. uh, We got any more schools in there? Florida, Urban Meyer. You probably own one. They own and lease one, according to this article by ESPN. He declined to comment. That is Urban Meyer. Good move. Um, University of Texas and Penn State also named. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly. Um, you know, Wyoming and Central Missouri. Now, that's what I'm talking about. Right. So, University of Florida's in here. I mean, I think it's everyone's doing this. Yeah. And, and honestly, yes, I'm good with it. Um, especially at the University of Texas. You know, you have... The highest grossing college in the country, and they they have enough money to do this, and there's a reason these big schools are able to travel across the country and get the best athletes. There's a reason that Ohio State football is so good, because Urban Meyer has a plane. There's a reason John Calipari, I'm sure, can get all these kids to come to Kentucky. He can fly right to their front doorstep if he wanted to. Um, yeah, I'm good with it. They have the money. Big deal. It's a big street. Maybe. Depends on where they live. I don't know. Jack, you good with that? Um, you know, I, I'm good with this, but let me say something. I think it depends on where these funds come from. Obviously, most of these schools, being the big names that they are, and even something like Wyoming, I feel like can still have these things. But if it's coming through booster money, that's well-appropriated money. This yeah. is coming from federal funds. I highly am against that because i just think that there's a difference in if you're able to generate the revenue to be able to support something like using a plane or buying a plane for your athletics program i think it's different um 
fact that some of these pass the cost on yeah students and taxpayers like i'm sorry but if i'm a student of a school and i am getting my language arts degree i don't know what they have i i got a business degree but if i'm getting just a general liberal arts degree you know like what what does that do for me like i'm paying for what getting nothing in return for this i think that's kind of the bad thing and the downside here is like for school to have really good athletics but who cares? That's not what you're there for. You know what I mean? And and so okay, I'm just trying to trying to tell you what you. I mean, mean, since we don't, just to play a little devil's advocate here, I I think it's just wrong. Like if you're if you as a program or an athletics program can't supply the funds to do something, it's like these multi-millionaire billionaires that own football franchises, and they say, no, we want the city to pay for these brand new stadiums and all the fancy stuff, regardless of what else is going on. They pass it on to somebody else to take care of. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not down with that. I'm not, I'm not good with that. Yeah. And I'll, and if I could expand on that, because I'm not good with this either. Uh, the article cites that the Jets are also sometimes used to send coaches on vacations, rewards for good performance. That didn't seem all that cool with me. And the other thing is that all these universities are always talking about how they can't afford to pay student athletes. If you can afford to own planes keep pilots on full salaries, millions of dollars a year are cited in this article, pay the student-athletes, it's ridiculous. I'm not going to look at this. I mean, it looks like I'm the one playing devil's advocate here. I mean, they're just trying to get good athletes, that's all. I mean, yeah, but guess where we're at? It's 2017, <laughs> technology's pretty awesome. I can pretty much Google, Facebook you, wherever There's you a lot of rules that, and regulations against that, Zach. Okay, you can't just send text messages all hours a day. I mean, if I'm a coach, I'm taking my family to Hawaii, I'm doing all my... Skype recruiting from there, so they're like, oh shit, this coach knows how to live the high life. I'm about to go follow his lead, win national championship. Do it from your wife's computer so they can't track it back to you. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Use the kids' tablets. There you go. See, we could be great college coaches. Um, (laughs) So, I don't even need to be in the business, and I know the business. What do we got next, Ballad? Next segment, uh, something we tried out last week. This shouldn't be funny, but... Um, there was a basketball game against the school's called Daniel Webster. Daniel Webster, I thought was someone's name. Glad you glad you helped me out there. And Southern Vermont College. So yeah, it wasn't on ESPN by they're, any means. They're D three schools. D three. Yeah, oh D three schools. Uh, Spencer, set this up for us. Um, so here's what we have. Uh, we got two members of the Daniel Webster basketball team charged. We'll let take one after a fight. Um, and not only did this this fight just happened but then it took 25 officers just to even uh to to get this under control um mark marquise coddle uh i mean he straight sucker punched this poor kid right in the face and then that wasn't good enough the kid was knocked out cold on the floor and marquise decided it was a good idea to go and stomp on him a couple more times um, he was arrested and held on $50,000 cash bail for assault, criminal threatening. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention he threatened police when they tried to, uh, to apprehend him. Um, criminal threatening disorderly conduct charges. Um, and then Boyd, another one of his teammates, uh, was charged with disorderly conduct and was released after bail was posted. Uh, as far as I know... I'm sure Coddle doesn't have $50,000 to 
bail himself out. So he's probably still in jail, um, hopefully, because this was a dirty punch. And then, uh, let's see, yeah, 43-year-old Elizabeth Morris. Um, also charged in connection. Yeah, connection with the service. I think she was just yelling at cops and trying to keep them from doing anything. Um, <laughs> she didn't hit anybody. So it was good for her. It was a... Uh, <laughs> It really shouldn't be funny, but the fact that it took 25 officers is kind of funny. Um, and did you see, I mean, you saw the video. Do you see how big that kid was? He was not just some, like, little pipsqueak point guard. Yeah, man, it's like LeBron James punching JJ Steve Redick. Nash in the face. Man. Like, it's just disrespectful. Oh, man, I, none of it is funny up until you read this and, like, yeah. how ridiculous this is. Yeah. You realize what a joke it is. But, I mean, this guy's belligerent. And he's very clearly the biggest person on the court yes. like, from the video that I saw. He's a giant. And, I mean, it, it's it's funny how quickly Boom. both teams start to just, like, try to, like, pull him off, try to defend that kid. Because he's out cold, man. He stomped he, him in the face after he was out cold. He hits him Boom. square in the face and then stomps on his head. Oh. Oh, and rough. then he just takes off. Somebody grabs him and gets him out of there, but. I'm sure he wasn't looking to take off. <laughs> and again, this this is not funny, but the the kind of funny part <laughs> is that it it happened at the very beginning of the game. So oh, not, dude, yeah, it was like two, it was two to zero, right? So not much could have happened. The they had to forfeit the game, so the official score of the game is two zero. Yeah, a win for uh, Southern Vermont. And it's like good for them, you know. Hey, good, go, good win, Vermont. Go get a W, however you can. I guess. Yeah. Go celebrate that at the old uh, burger joint up there in what Southern would, Vermont. What would have happened if Davis Webb was up in that game? Like honestly. Oh god. <laughs> you can't give them the win. Yeah, I don't know. They have to just <laughs> I don't know. the game. Uh, that was this shouldn't be funny, but that's our most comical segment. It was. <laughs> That's we'll we'll try and find stuff that's a little more funny. Um, this is funny, but it's kind of disgusting. It's a new segment that you dialed up here, Ballad. Um, so I'll let you talk about it, but it is called... It's called, Well, That's Gross. Let us know what this is about here. So, in the wrestling world, there was a huge duel last weekend. Penn State ranked number one versus Oklahoma State Hold ranked on. number one. Hold on. For those of you listeners that don't know, Ballad was a... Did you win a state championship, or you just went to a state championship? I was a runner-up. Runner-up. Okay. Right, uh, freestyle. Sorry to uh, <laughs> bring those bad memories back, but <laughs> yeah, we not, not bitter about it at all. Hey, so he's going to he's going to give <laughs> you the, he's going to give you guys the hottest wrestling takes here, and uh, this is one of them. So tell us tell us again why this is such a big deal. Yeah, wrestling's not going to bleed into this podcast too much, but uh, the Penn State uh, football. Uh, coaching staff gave a nod to Penn State after they beat Oklahoma State, which again, the biggest, most anticipated duel of the year, uh, by wearing wrestling singlets around campus all day and posting pictures uh, on their uh, social media. So, um, yeah, this pretty, guy in the corner, in the very middle, they are That's all Bobby Franklin. That one's good, but yeah I mean way to go Penn State football team and, and recognizing the the lower tier sports and, and giving you a nod but oh this is gross it's it's pretty gross for most of them except you look at this dude in the corner over here he's just like oh god bulging muscles like I mean he could pull it off but then you look at James Franklin and some of these other guys and 
There's not a whole lot of muscle, and most of these guys are a little bit older. Well, I'm sure someone like myself would enjoy something like this. You, you would. Know? I don't know if you could I pull love, it off. I like love supporting all of our teams, and the fact that they do that, you know, that's really awesome. That that is really gross. So, like, I do want to see where's like the O line team pick. Like, how did they find singlets big enough for that? That's what I'm wondering. Because that's that's hefty. I don't know what the largest. Well, it's just the coaches, is it not? What's the largest weight class in collegiate wrestling? Valley? Heavy eight. Uh, last time I checked, it was like 285. So, so some big boys out there, but most wrestling teams only have one starting heavyweight and maybe two or three backups. People are moving into the position, so they can't have that many of these singlets laying around. Yeah, that's. That's custom. It's a lot of things, but it's 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 definitely just well. A bunch of grown grown gross. men wearing uh, spandex unitards. Very nice. Yes. Um, yeah. If you can keep finding uh, more gross stories like that, keep them coming. Uh, unfortunately, I'm sure I will. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of time at work in front of a computer. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I one last week for our pro shop. We need it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. Um, got another uh, new segment here. Um, I know you love dropping an F-word, so tell us this new story and uh, this new segment. Let us know what we got here. Yes, this new segment's called Please Shut the Fuck Up. It is going to be dedicated to people who just need to shut the fuck up. You are saying stupid things. You can't shut your mouth. You just need to stop. Um, Spencer, please tell us why and who needs the STFU. I'm really proud of you. You only dropped it twice there. I thought you were going to keep trying as many times as you could. Um, Shizla But, well, well, no, I'm just talking about that one segment. I expected much more out of you than that. Segment's um, not over yet either. So <laughs> we're, talking, we're talking about LeVar Ball. LeVar, um, you may recognize the last name, is the father of Lonzo and Lamelo and so the middle one we haven't said his name because we've never found it before but it's like he should be unnamed i think it's like lorenzo or something um they're all l ball names so other ball uh, one is alonzo but... no it's lonzo there's yeah there's no a yeah, no it's just I'm lonzo pretty sure, pretty sure no um either way pretty positive so the father <laughs> lavar says that Lonzo is going to be better than Steph Curry. Quote it. Said, Steph Curry's really good, but my son is young. He's got time to go. And you consider him good because he won a couple of championships. What if he didn't win no championships? Good grammar there, LeVar. He made some shots at the right time, but he's not as young as my boy. Wow. Thanks for dropping facts, LeVar. Really? Did you have to bring out the uh, the birth certificates and... and do a little subtraction on the uh, year they were born. Brilliant. Well, he's got a lot of sons. It could be hard to keep track for him. I understand that. When they are all born. I understand that. It might have been that. just for him. So, he comes, up, he comes back and says, Hey, let me tell you this right now. I have the utmost confidence in what my boy is doing. Oh my God. I'm going to tell you right now he's better than Steph Curry to me. Okay, well, nobody cares about your opinion, LeVar. Uh, here, put Steph Curry on UCLA's team right now and put my boy on Golden State and watch what happens. I doubled down on it again. Like I said, if I don't know what my boy is about, I'm not going to make that statement. Steph's going to have problems trying to guard my boy. Play one-on-one. Um, Play one-on-one? What, what is ever one-on-one LeVar, done? Let me, let me tell you, LeVar. Steph didn't win... 
the championship by himself. He had eight other guys that played significant minutes. Um, and second of all, if Steph Curry was on UCLA, they would be damn good. They'd be damn good. <laughs> if Steph Curry was at his current talent now, like not even talking Davidson stuff. Oh, talking Steph yeah. Curry, if you just swap them. Like, like this stat is suggesting. Yes, yes. And, and I get that Steph Curry's taking a backseat to uh, Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant and, and letting Draymond be Draymond. Um, that's what leaders do. Yes, that's that's exactly what they do. And and LeVar, this is a silly statement. You you please, just, just shut the fuck up. So I do want to say, I thought his name was LeMangelo for some reason. I, I really don't know why, but... His name is Leangelo. Oh, Leangelo. Okay. I L- like the other one better. L-I-A-N-Jello. What was the first one you said? I thought it was Lamangelo. I don't know Let's why. Let's stick with I, that. Lamangelo. Can he be Lamangelo? Yes. Now? And that's the middle brother. So that's the one that will be at UCLA next year. Nice. And then the younger one's what? A He's a sophomore. Sophomore. So two years. That's, that's Lamello taking shots from half court. Okay. Dropping 90. So, when not I saw this defense. article, hmm? not playing defense at all. Yeah. Did you see the video? It's horrible. No, when I saw this article, the reason why it prompted me to start to create a new segment, please shut the fuck up, is LaVar Le- is doing such a disservice to his son. Yeah. He is setting such high expectations for him right before March Madness, up and coming into the draft. Like, this is such a bad dad move. And yeah. he, I think, I'm pretty sure he thinks he's doing good for his son, but this is not good for. For any of his sons. Because no. now he's got to back this up for every son that comes through college. He's going to have a outlandish statement like this every single year. Yeah. And every time he does, he'll be featured on this segment. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I think he's setting the expectations so unrealistically. Nobody knows what they actually should be. And Lonzo gets away with it. Because so, his shot is terrible. His shot is so ugly. Yeah. I um, love him, but... One, one quick thing. I don't know. Did you guys talk about LaMelo's 92-point game that he had last week? A little bit. Did you? Did Did you watch the video of him? Did I watch it? Um, where he didn't play any defense, where he barely crossed half court most of the time. That was Shannon's thoughts on it. Okay, I, I just didn't remember if you talked about it. I, I'm completely disregarding his two games that he scored over 90 points now because he doesn't play defense. He doesn't even hardly cross half court. Well, I mean, I don't really care because clearly nobody's playing defense. Like, if someone's gonna drop 90, stop trying to play offense and. F- Lock that guy down. Well, he's not. No, he's not even crossing half court. His other, his other four guys are just getting the ball and throwing it. He's just cherry picking, and throwing layups. I can score ninety points just doing layups if nobody's guarding me. I mean, it's stupid. The whole family's a joke. And it's called um, man defense, right? It is called man defense. But if you're on offense, you're not gonna worry about the guy who's there at the free throw line waiting for the ball. I mean, it's stupid. Then be better on offense. The ball family's a joke. Be better. What I'm saying, the ball family's a joke. We'll see what happens. I don't like him. There's only one. Levar. There's only one good curry. It's true. LeVar, shut the fuck up. Um, Please. Let's get into our power rankings, yeah? yeah? We, we have some respect for him. The segment only works if we say please in the front of it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's like, please. It's like, no offense, but... No offense, but you're an idiot. Uh, <laughs> exactly. It's like the podcast version of it. I don't think he would take offense to me calling him an idiot. Uh, I said no offense before. I mean, we're going to tag UCLA in this and see what happens. You know, I mean, only good stuff can happen, right? 
All right, so let's get into the power rankings. Um, what the hell is going on here? Gonzaga finally getting recognition in the, the number one spot. Um, getting some respect. And that's two weeks in a row. 28-0, the only undefeated team in college basketball. Um, I just don't understand how they get, like, they play better games and stay at number three, and then they play two cakewalk games, and they get bumped. That yeah. just doesn't make any sense to me. I think that's weird. Yep. Um, so, yeah, Gonzaga at one. Villanova is uh, still sitting there at two, 26-2. Um, can you? Yeah, no, we I, got I got it. it. We, we got what's going on. Uh, <laughs> Wildcats have already clinched a tie for the Big East title before consecutive uh, four games in front of the second place team with only four games to go. So they're going to lose them all. Yep. Uh, my, one of my favorite teams to watch, Kansas Jayhawks at three still, sitting right where they were last week. Um, I think what makes Kansas so dangerous as we get into March Madness is the fact that they have played a ton of close games or even games where they're getting yeah. beat down. Yeah. And they fight and find ways to come in and close out games <clears throat> and get the win. They did it in Waco. It's impressive, man. Yeah, they, it's really, really impressive. Yeah, they were like, down they close six. Close it 8-0 run to win. Yeah, yeah. They're down six it's late amazing. to win that one by two. It's amazing. Um, you can talk about your boy Lonzo. Yeah, uh, Bruins, they're they're sitting at four. You know, they get a bump from last week. I think they're a little bit overrated, honestly, just because of the talk is around Lonzo Ball, and, and honestly, they don't play very good defense. But uh, what is it? TJ Leaf, Bryce Horford, uh, I think the other guy's Mays down low, and Ball, I mean, they're, they're a phenomenally good offensive team. I like UCLA. Um they may they may sneak in and get one of these one seeds. I'd be surprised if they do, but well, we'll see what happens. Well, and we're and we're talking about the Pac-12 here. We were talking about it earlier, and and you got Oregon and Arizona five and six. So one of those Pac-12 teams is going to take that that fourth number one oh, seed, yeah. in my opinion. Um, if it's I had a- to pick somebody, I'd probably say I'd probably say UCLA, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my gut. And say that I would prefer to have Oregon um, in that one seed. I think they're a really, really good team. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of, it's funny that they're in the same sequence they were yeah. in that circle. I know. Because Arizona comes in at number six. Yeah. And honestly, Arizona is one of the teams that I like out of these three the best, just because I saw what they did to UCLA in Los Angeles. Sure. And I mean, they're really exciting to watch. They're they're kind of up and down, but you know, they got a game. Uh, game up on Oregon and two on UCLA and there's three games left I think they control everything in their destiny if they sneak in and get that one seed that'll be an interesting watch yeah and then uh, we got Louisville at seven um, your favorite team I like Louisville I don't like Patino very much <laughs> um, I like him <coughs> they're playing I guess tomorrow night but um, yeah Louisville's a solid team uh, i I haven't watched a whole lot, but I like that guy, big big center who had his career high a couple weeks back against Duke. Um, and then uh, Baylor coming in at eight. Uh, they're they're struggling. They got beat at home, uh, beat in Lubbock against Tech, and then uh, got beat at home against Kansas. Uh, they're still sitting at eight, but they dropped four spots from last week. I think they're overrated. Yeah, I do too. But they're so athletic, man, and and they can. 
they can cause a lot of trouble for teams. So I do think Baylor's worthy at eight, but they were definitely overrated at four. Uh, there's nobody that can compete with Kansas in the Big 12, in my opinion. Are, are they going to have the same meltdown that the Baylor football team had, where they had a great first half of the season and you know come <laughs> lose everything else? Come come when you know when it's time to really perform. I, I'm not going to lie, I wouldn't be too disappointed if that were the case. Of course not. Um, we don't like Baylor. I gotta go back though. Is that real? Is the Yum exclamation point center? Is that the name of Louisville's gym? Their arena. That's what it looks like, right? Uh, unless they were at Virginia Tech. I did see I that, and so. I, I I read it like three times trying to figure out what it was. <laughs> it's stuck on that. But that's hilarious. Uh, and yeah. then coming in at number nine, we got the uh, the good old North Carolina Tar Heels to fight Michael Jordans. Um, they are sponsored by Jordan. They hold a one-game lead over Duke and Louisville, even though they've lost to Duke. There's four games left. Uh, they got Louisville and Duke both at home, though. Uh, I think that's going to be big for North Carolina. Yeah. I think they'll hang on. To answer your question, it's the KFC Yum Center. Nice. So they got money. Uh, I assume that's in uh, Louisville. Louisville, Kentucky. Yes, sir. So a big yeah. old bucket of chicken heads is what you're telling me. Hey, I'm it's not going to lie. Pretty stoked because Sam Marcus just got KFC back, baby. Oh, there you go. Geez. Just got a KFC, but the line's too long, so I don't mess with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. stay at Popeyes. For sure. You know, sometimes I like something different. A little original it's recipe. Um, so, rounding up the top <laughs> 10, we got Can- uh, Kentucky. Let's go down a tad. There you go. Um, you know, they lost three or four, but they rolled off four in a row, and they look good, man. The freshmen are playing solid. And uh, they're tied at the top of the SEC with Florida. I think Kentucky can make a run if these freshmen start uh, growing up a little bit. Because they look, they look like freshmen at the beginning of the year. They're starting to play together. They're starting to play like the Kentucky freshmen from years past. Um, Kentucky's a team, I think, is a dark horse. Watch out for them. Yeah, I've just seen them be starry-eyed freshmen before. And that's what I'm worried about most as we get into the tournament is that you get into big games and your eyes are too big for too long. They're growing up. Uh, you can't ever get into the game and get going. If you got to play down, Kentucky yeah. has not shown that they it's can true. combat being down it's early. True. They haven't shown they can play defense for a full game either. But, um, I, but I like what I've seen out of them lately. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Let's get into some first I got, impressions. i got to say, though, original recipe? you got to go extra crispy. No, no. Not a KFC, man. Yeah, look at this. I don't go to KFC because I, I got are on the same page here. Well, Popeyes guy. Popeyes are spicy. Crispy, spi- I like spicy. spicy. I'm, I'm Dark meat only. Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. Not like like in thigh two piece. Not that I don't have meat. white meat type friends, but I just prefer dark meat. I gotta say though, shout out to Buffalo Wild Wings hooking me up with all flats. Uh, I don't like that last week. That's good. I'm still in a tip with Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it though. Hey, this is the first good experience I've ever had at Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, so never been with me. Hey, we're running late on time. Let's get first impressions going here. That's Let's a first. Let's Wings. get into it. These are always important. We have Spencer back making some picks. Well, no, see, the reason I'm trying to get this rolling is because I heard you talking last week about how Zach said he's good on time, everything's good, we're rolling fine. <laughs> and then I look up and I'm like, hour and a half long episode? When the hell was the last time we had an hour and a half? I was pissed, man. We can get under an hour here. That'd be amazing. We gotta roll quick though. One more answers here, boys. Let's go. Louisville number eight going to North Carolina number ten. Spencer, what's your first impression? I got North Carolina at home. Yeah, too much Chapel Hill. I got North Carolina. I like that pick as well. We agree. What about Butler traveling to Villanova? Villanova all day. What about you, Zach? First impression? I'm on the Nova train as well. They're really good this year. God, we agree on this one as well. It's going to be a boring show. Spencer, actually, send it to Zach. Give it to me. Florida at Kentucky. We like some gators. Home what do you dogs. think? Too much Kentucky. 
I can't I can't talk up Kentucky and not pick them. I'm going Kentucky at home. I, I mean, every time I pick the Gators, they lose. Every time I don't pick the Gators, they win. I can't deal with it anymore. I'm going Kentucky. Florida beat Kentucky by 20 points last game. I like Kentucky in a revenge match. We got Creighton taking on Villanova. Spencer, what's your first impression? Uh, Zach knows his Blue Jays, but I'm going with the uh, the Bulldogs of Villanova. Hey, I like the Blue Jays when they can win. They don't stand a chance. Villanova. All in this one. We agree on the first four. Great radio. Um, hey, Spencer, UCLA going to Arizona. Oh, What's man. your first impression? This is a tough one. I really hate that kid ball, but uh, I think UCLA pulls this one off on the road. I think they upset Arizona and take over. Uh, well, they're already ranked at four, I guess, technically in our power rankings, but I think they win this game on the road. Uh, what about you, Zach? What's your first impression? Uh, I don't like UCLA going on the road. Uh, I also watched UCLA play terrible defense at home against Arizona last time. Arizona is a very quick-paced team. They like to score. They like to get up the court. I got Arizona home. I got Arizona home at two. They're one of my future That's actually Arizona, by the way. There's no yeah. A at the yeah, end yeah. here on our sheets, guys. <laughs> see that. Hey, this first impression. We're going to go quick. North Carolina <laughs> taking on Virginia. Zach, what's your first impression? Um... I like North Carolina in both games at home against Duke and Louisville. I don't like North Carolina on the road. I'm going with my sleepers in Virginia. Yeah. I like them. I, I think you're right. I don't like North Carolina on the road. They're so much different in Chapel I got Virginia. I'm selling Virginia all day. I'll take North Carolina in this one. Spencer, West Virginia traveling to Waco, just north of us, take on Baylor. What's your first impression? Baylor looks good right now. They're kind of hitting their stride. Um, I hate that I say this, but... Down well, yeah, I'm gonna go with Baylor down there. They they lost to Kansas, but I think they're gonna handle it against West Virginia. Uh, I'm gonna disagree with you. I think Press Virginia is coming off of a more solidified win against Texas. Texas, I think that was a big thing for them because Texas played them extremely close in Austin, yeah. and I think West Virginia their defense has been a lot for teams to handle. The way they played Kansas, I mean, they blew it, but they, they had play Kansas. Good on the road, man. I got West Virginia. They can't even play it in the Irwin Center with all of 12 people watching? Baylor plays bad at home, too. Watch out. West Virginia's going to win this game. Yeah. I uh, I'm a, I like West Virginia. Press Virginia, I'm on the train. I'm taking them on the road in this one. Uh, last game I sent you guys, Zach, uh, Florida State at Duke. Uh, what's your first impression? Uh, I'm really in love with how Duke's playing basketball right now. I, was a, I grew up watching a lot of Duke basketball They're just because they've been so good for so long. Um, I think it's time for them to kind of take that step back and learn something here before we get into March Madness. Um, I think that North Carolina game is going to be great. Whether they win or lose, I don't think it'll matter. But I think this Florida State game is really going to set them up for the rest of their season. I think Florida State wins on the road. Spencer, first impression. Not so fast. Florida State is my team to watch out for. I think they're a team that can make a run if they got all the right pieces in place. I'm going to go Florida State to beat Duke in Cameron Indoor. Just because I love watching Florida State play basketball. They're fun, fast, quick, and up and down the court all day long. I'm going Florida State, baby. Despite how you worded that, we agree. (laughs) I'll take Florida State on the road in this one as well. We We got another Duke game. Did I not not word it great? You worded it how you wanted to, but I definitely talked up Duke just to tell them that they were going to lose this game. We all got Florida State. Oh, I didn't catch that, man. My bad. <laughs> That's okay. My bad. You were talking about Duke so much. I Take was a already... week off. You got to get back into it. <laughs> Dude, I was already sitting there like, yes, I can't wait to pick Florida State. <laughs> All right. These are the games I did not send you. Rapid fire. Spencer, Duke at Syracuse. What's Duke. your first impression? Zach, what about you? First impression? You know what? The Cuse. Just, just, I should have picked Cuse. Just for this guy? Change I changed my last pick to Duke. 
And I'll change this one to Q's. Man, I want Q's. I'll set this one at Q's. I'm going to keep doing This it. is a must win for Syracuse. If they don't win this game, they're not going to make the they tournament. They have some big wins, though. I'm taking Syracuse in this one right. at home. Uh, Zach, we got two M's. Minnesota taking on Maryland. What's your first impression? Maryland. Uh, last time I horrifically picked against Maryland. I will not do the same thing. I will take Maryland in this one. Maryland. What about you, Spencer? Maryland? I like Maryland in this game as well. Too far to travel all the way across the country. No good. Spencer, USC going to Arizona. It's not that far of a travel. It's far? Uh, I'll take Arizona. <laughs> Arizona. It's not that uh, far. Zach, USC and Arizona, what's your first impression? Uh, if I got the Wildcats at home against my dogs, UCLA, I'm also taking Arizona against the Trojans. We agree on this one. Sending it back to you, SMU, and Texas team going to play UConn. Uh, what's your first impression? Um, I actually like what UConn's done lately. I mean, they're a bad team. Yeah. But I also like the... Rapid the, fire here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, I've only caught like six minutes of SMU basketball in like three different games. But <laughs> I like SMU on the road. I'm going to take SMU. Spencer, what do you like? I've caught zero minutes. I'm still taking SMU. Connecticut's not good this year. We agree for the state of Texas. Send it back to you. Another chance. Syracuse taking on Louisville in Louisville. What do you think, Spencer? What's your first impression? Cardinals. Uh, Zach, what's your first impression? Louisville... Taking on Syracuse at home. Uh, Cuse needs one of them, so I'm going to pick them twice. <laughs> Go Cuse. That is my thinking exactly. I'll take Syracuse as well. Send it back to you. Butler taking on Xavier. What's your first impression? Who's at home? Xavier. Who's at home? Okay. Um, going with the fighting Brad Stevens. Let's go Bulldogs. Butler. Spencer, first impression? Brad Stevens is in Boston. I'm going to go with Xavier. It worked in the last week, though. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going back to what I used to do. I'll take that home dog, yeah, Xavier. Baby. Actually, no, I won't butler in this one. Oh. <laughs> Wisconsin taking on Michigan State. Zach, you make the same mistake as last week? What's no. your first impression? No. Um, you know what? Who's the coach for Michigan State? Izzo. Exactly. I'm going Michigan State. Yeah, I'm going Michigan State. I'm not picking because I know people from Wisconsin. Sash sisters, you let me down. It's your fault, Daniel. I'm going to double down and take Wisconsin in this <laughs> oh, one. No. Uh, Indiana taking on Purdue at Purdue. Uh, Spencer, what's your first impression? Last game. Uh, nothing but either. I know Purdue's playing pretty good, but I'm going to take Indiana because they had a hot start. They had a movie about them, pretty good at basketball. Yes. Zach, what's your first impression? Where's that? Purdue. It doesn't matter. I'm taking Indiana. <laughs> I'll take Purdue in this one. I like how the Boilermakers have been playing. And that was first impressions. We don't have much time. Let's get into Dickie V Awards. We've got three minutes, ladies and gentlemen. That's not counting our intro, so we're definitely going over. So. We're going to miss it, but that's okay. I'm, I've come to terms We're pretty close. We're pretty close. Pretty so close. We can keep it. We got through this pretty good. We're getting yeah. sidetracked. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's our nightcap. It is our nightcap, as always, sponsored by the beautiful, the delicious Strangeland Brewery. I'm glad you took on that. Uh... I do like it. It's nice. It flows good. It flows just as good as the beers, man. Um, so... Dickie V, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us about your player of the week. Alrighty, well, let me tell you, our player of the week, his name is Mike Dom. He's from South Dakota State, the Jack Roberts, baby, the 6'9 sophomore, scored 51 points against Fort Wayne, including seven threes, baby. This kid is unbelievable. Dickie V, that was awesome. Thank you for a great start. I can tell you've already had a couple strange lands. Absolutely, baby, and they're delicious every week. But uh, Dickie Veek, why don't you uh, get us into the team of the week? 
Hey, let's see for the week. It's the Kansas Jayhawks out of the Big 12. They beat two conference teams, West Virginia and Baylor, coming back from behind in both contests. What a game. What a team. Watch out. The Kansas Jayhawks. That's my team of the week. Wow, Dickie V, thank you so much for your team of the week. You have, uh, you've been drinking as well. This is great. Uh, but Dickie V, do you, do you have a coach of the week by any chance? My coach of the week, baby! Roy Williams! The Tar Heels! He led the Tar Heels to a pair of 24-point wins over NC State in Virginia. Roy Williams, you're the coach of the week, baby! That's fair. That's a good, good pick there, Dickie V. Uh, Alright, Dickie V, why don't you give us a shock of the week? Well, let me tell you about it, baby. Fordham over Rhode Island is a shock of the week. The Rams, they came in 10 and 15 overall. Not very good. 4 and 8 in the Atlantic 10. They held the Rams to 43 points, baby. It's Upset City, baby. Dickie B, always on cue. Love the Upset City. God, it's delicious. Uh, Dickie B, take us home. Give us the Dapper Danny of the Week, baby. My Dapper Danny of the Week! It's from the Duke Blue Devils, Jason Tatum. Average 23.5 points, 7.5 rebounds, while shooting 14 from 24 from the field. You might be adapted Danny, but you're not a baby like that Grayson Allen. That's my Diaper Dandy of the Week, Jason Tatum. Wow, hot take from... Uh, got to love it. From got to love it. God, he's got the selfish plugs today. That was nice. That was the hottest take. That was nice. Show. You're not a baby like Grayson Allen. Well done. Well done, Dickie V. Thank you for joining us. We are right at an hour right now of our annoying voices, so we will we go it. ahead and wrap this up. Zach's throwing stuff. Um, unless you guys got anything. That's it for me. Nothing. Man. We got a great pro show coming later this week. We do. So stay tuned. That'll be coming, uh, if you're listening now, it'll be coming on Friday. So check us out, SoundCloud, iTunes. We are Sports Buzz for the producer, Zach Ballard. For my co-host, Zach Shannon I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We are out. Peace. This party is officially over.